Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Felipe Coutinho continues the development of his career. Um, he's joined uh, Al Duhail on loan, uh, Qatari side, Al Duhail on loan for the rest of the season. Uh, the BBC, the Brazilian midfielder, 31, has made just two substitute appearances for Villa this term. After scoring one goal in 22 matches in the previous campaign, his current contract runs out in June 2026. Jesus. What have they done that for? Wow. Um, completed a move to Villa from Barca in July 2022. Um, Gerard it at the time hailed him as a ago. brilliant signing for the club. Mm, yeah. Slipped up there, hasn't he? I mean, he slipped up when he left Liverpool, to be perfectly honest with you. Mm. I absolutely live for this kind of stuff. You can't be making Stevie G slip jokes, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> not on these couches. Mate. It's just no, but- not right. He thought obviously Coutinho coming in, he probably sort of was heralded as a bit of a masterstroke at the time. Yeah, yeah, he hit the ground with Man United. I think they beat Man United like the first game of him. Yeah, he was, came was a sub and scored. Yeah, he was brilliant, wasn't he? And you think, I'll oh, tell you what, he's onto something here. But as it turned out, his career has continued to spiral out of control, quite frankly. He's always flattered to deceive Coutinho. Do you think? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like he, he's, he always looks better than he is. Okay. Like really? even I think even at Liverpool, like listen, don't get me wrong, I loved him at the time and stuff. But when you look back with the cold hard eyes, he, he just missed the target a hell of a lot. And Liverpool, yeah, could have scored a lot more goals if he wasn't just shooting from thirty five yards and taking it all on him. He had loads I mean, of quality though. He did have loads. And of he quality. hasn't shown it since. He was He's definitely a good not. player for a little while. So there was no one else who was capable of winning football matches for us. Was mm. the, the counterpoint? But you know, I we'll never know with him. I don't think Liverpool would ever hit the heights that they did. Even if they if they kept Phil, Phil Coutinho in, okay, yeah, in the, the starting eleven, I, I, so. I know I, the Allison and, and yeah, the Van, Dyke, the Van Dyke, yeah. Dyke stuff, like you know what I mean. But I don't think he'd have been a massive part of what we did had he stayed. I I think it's it, the hardest thing with this is that Liverpool did the right thing selling him because the money they got for him was stupid. And as you say, if you if you just say, well, you swapped him for Allison and Van Dyke, and they were the two players, you had Fabinho into the mix, maybe who gave us the foundation to go and be a super side beyond being a, a really good side a really exciting side it, it, turned, it took Liverpool up to the, to, to the top absolute tip top um, I, but it would have been fascinating to see what would have happened because he was on for like a 25 plus goal season that last that last season and that's the season where Salah gets 40 goals and Firmino breaks 20 goals which very rarely happens in Mane it was around, around the 30 points it, yeah, when he was it, trying to play for a move for Barca. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe. But it was also he was on that he was on that rise. You know, he was due that. He Where was due does that he fit season. in in the league winning side in the first eleven? That, Where does he fit in in the side that won the European Cup in the first eleven? 
What's the, but what's that? I, I don't that's, think, I don't think he gets that, in yeah, the first lo- 11. You've loaded the question, that's the point. Yeah, in the first 11, it depends on the game, doesn't it? Because where did he fit in the, fit in the 11 th- before he, he was He wasn't a very good eight, and he wasn't better than Sadio Mane on the left-hand side. That that was the issue, not the issue, that wasn't the issue at the time, because he was brilliant at the time, but we're looking back now with the benefit of hindsight, and you see what Jurgen Klopp transformed us into. And sort of that workman-like midfield more as opposed to your flair and your glitz of, of Philip Coutinho, then it is hard to see where he fits. But I think with somebody who was that talented and that brilliant during his time with us, you make them players fit. You know, you're right to say, obviously, Sadio Mane, Firmino and Salah go on to do great things and they they have this understanding and this gel that you just can't, you, you can't make that up. It's just incredible. And the midfield, similarly, although it doesn't have loads and loads of quality and class in there, it just works. And I don't know where Coutinho fits, so I take your point, but I think he was so incredible. And he was, See, he was a world-class uh, uh, talent. What was his league tally for t- t- most goals in a season? Was it like 12 or 13? Or did he uh, get a bit higher than that? Or? I don't know. Because we've just talked about Neymar, right? Scoring a bar. Nearly over, well over a goal a game for some top sides in big competitions. And Phil Coutinho got nowhere near that. No, he, he was Nowhere right near that. And we were quite disrespectful of what Neymar has done. And yet, for a lad who played for us, who... I think it was about 12 or 13 goals in a season was his biggest return for us. Like, it's nothing like what we got went on to achieve with Mane scoring 20 yards, Salah scoring 40 yards, Bobby Firmino getting around the same numbers that Coutinho was getting, you know what I mean? But I, said, I don't Mike, think it's outlandish to say that Liverpool... We got oh, better because We were left. well better. Yeah, oh, we God, yeah. My, my only card was is that that was his season. <laughs> That was the season because he was where playing he was for going. Barcelona. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but that was the season he was due. He was on the pathway to being a twenty-plus goal a season player for that on that particular season. Um, he got five and five, I think, in the Champions League before leaving us. Mm-hmm. And it's hard; it's kind of hard to unpick because obviously he's got his Barcelona games at the back end. Um, I'll see if I can get it up in terms of his total numbers. But the his biggest goal scoring season for Liverpool was fourteen goals uh, in all comps. Well, but sorry. In all comps. Yeah, in all comps. 14-36 in the 2016-17 season. He got 12-20 in 20 in his final half season before, he was playing for the move before leaving us. One of those is definitely a fact. Um, the, is that the year that he had back trouble on the plane and all that type of stuff? I know, to well. think he came back from a back injury, and Chris, and got 12-20. So incredible. he only he didn't play half a season. He played a month, a month <laughs> less than half a season, oh. which is pretty phenomenal return. Yeah, sure, seven and fourteen in the Premier League. He ended on uh, before leaving, so one and two. That's the best he ever did. Yeah, but that was again in half a season. Couldn't even sustain a full season. Well, you, I, didn't, I, didn't see him, I didn't see him as a goal scorer, though, like an out and out goal scorer. Yeah, no, that, that wasn't him. That, that wasn't him. No, I agree. Yeah, and I don't think, like Sadio Mane obviously is. Firmino wasn't, but Salah, Salah was. So I don't How many really... league goals did Mane score that season? <sighs> what, what year was it? 17, 18. Maybe 14? Nope. 10. 10. Wow. Yeah. Just three that- more than Phil Coutinho in a full season, despite being miles better than him. But he did. Phil Coutinho did the... did, didn't score as many as Manny in the full season. Because <laughs> <laughs> he played for the Moves Barcelona. I don't know, let's have a look. <laughs> <laughs> so we got 41 in 52 for us. So less than one in three. Again, flattered to deceive. That's all I said. It's a mad decision from him, isn't it, Chloe? I mean, you consider that he was, and it was Klopp's point about him being 
you can stay here and yeah. become a legend and you can have statues built to you and all this kind of stuff. And Salah's got more than one year. I know, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. I mean, Kenny Dalglish is shit, and he? Because Salah's got more goals than him. Um, the, um, but he did. Look, he Played made the offer his own back. And that's the thing about Coutinho is, and then Chris, Chris ultimately isn't wrong because you could have gone on and done more. Barcelona were a mess that he went to and they just didn't stand all the stuff that Klopp was training out of him, which was the let's just shoot from distance every five every five minutes. But yeah, ultimately that that last half a season for Liverpool is the peak of his is literally the peak of his remaining career. And now we're at a point where he's 31. He should be getting that move to Saudi because he's the same age bracket as Mo Salah and he's the same age bracket as Neymar and the same age bracket as Kevin De Bruyne. And he was the star in that Liverpool team up until that, well, one of the stars up until that point. And here we are, he's, you know, he's getting loans. to. He's, he's not even going to the one, the, the Middle Eastern League that's got the, the bottomless pits of cash. It's a sad fall from grace. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, no, I think it's beautiful. Um, <laughs> I, I don't like him. Uh, and the reason I don't like him is it's one thing to go to Barcelona. Look, Liverpool have been a stepping stone for a lot of my life. They were the stepping stone. Xabi Alonso ended up at Real Madrid at, at a stage. Liverpool aside, you know, even Fernando Torres binned us off at Chelsea. We, a lot of my life, 
you know, Liverpool were the stepping stone. It was a case of Luis Suarez. Oh my God, look at how good he was for Liverpool. Look at the stage we put him on. As soon as Arsenal came around the corner, no, I want to leave. Oh no, well, we're not accepting that because it's Arsenal. And then he eventually went for, for Barcelona. Look, was he better than Liverpool at the time? A hundred percent. Do I think Coutinho was better than what Liverpool were at the time. I'm not too sure I can say that because I don't think Barca were this supreme. Obviously, they are in terms of being Barcelona, but in that moment, you know, they, they weren't going to go on and win Champions Leagues. And Liverpool, you felt like under Jurgen Klopp might have something special there. They might be creating something. Um, and he forced his way out. If he would have went gracefully, absolutely fine. But he pretended that he had an injury here and there. He forced his way out of the club. Um, and I hope it haunts him. I really do. Because Jürgen Klopp literally said to you, mm-hmm. how much he adored you. And also, if you stay here, they'll sing songs about you. You'll be on a banner. You know that banner that comes across the cop? You'll be on there. You'll have a statue outside if you create history here. You'll be remembered. You will feel loved more than you will be anywhere else. You'll never get the reception, no matter what club. You go to Barcelona, yeah, watch. They've got him, 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 him. They've got 10 other players who are better than Messi you. FC. Yes, mm. you do. But even Sergio Busquets, lauded. Jordi Alba, lauded. You were against... You, there were players there who were always going to be bigger than Felipe Coutinho would ever be. Um, and at Liverpool, he, he had the option to make himself you know a hero an icon um, he didn't he forced his way out and his career has gone absolutely downhill yeah has he won a Champions League yes uh, did he star in that Bayern Munich team absolutely not uh, he still won things but I, I'd really like to interview him and ask him just how much he regrets leaving Liverpool Um because I absolutely live for people who think they're bigger than the football club and then it turns out you are. His issue with regards to the legacy, because I can think of there's plenty of players who've left Liverpool, Dan, and some, some of them have gone on. Not many of them have gone on and done more. No. You know, like Suarez is a good example of someone who just continued his upward trajectory. And look, that might have actually been a Alonso's con- the other. Might have been a contributing factor. Alonso is another one who was, you know, he's remembered as Stay being a better player for Liverpool than he actually, than he actually was. The... You've got Sterling, who obviously is, but he, he and Sterling's an, an interesting comparison. I think they're both very similar because I don't think either of them reached their peak at Liverpool. So we actually didn't really truly get to see the fact that we can have this argument about like what was his what was his best. If he'd stayed for one more year, I think we'd have seen him. We, he'd have gone on and, and potentially had that all conquered, and he fulfills his potential. Yeah. Whereas he left without getting to that that level. So we've got. Nice little moments. There's some good goals that he scored. You know, we can all remember the little the little stand up Man United in the Euro- in the Europa League, great goal against Stoke away mm-hmm. in uh, fifteen sixteen. Was it sixteen seventy? Anyway, um, but he yeah he left as that. So it was like a it was just a firework that never went off. Whereas someone like Torres. Like Torres, we got the best of Fernando Torres, and then actually we got like a bit of fun of seeing him fall off there. But at least there was something. Coutinho was just a bit. There'll come a point where you will probably forget, like, it's like you forget he even played for Liverpool. I kind of have that with Sterling, but in a different way. No, I agree with that absolutely. Yeah, and it's an interesting one. I really, lo- I really like Coutinho. I thought he was brilliant football, and the fact we sort of eight million we signed him for wasn't it yeah, from Inter Milan, and you know, to sign someone for that cheap who obviously hasn't quite worked in Italy for him for whatever reason, all of a sudden you see this lad, and you think, tell you what, there's a little bit going on. He's a little bit special. This, and yeah. he has these these flashes of brilliance and inspiration. I remember the goal he scored against Man City as well on the way, well trying to win the title that year, and he just had. 
add that quality within him and you think, okay, this kid is sort of on the cusp, on the verge of really breaking through that glass ceiling and going, he could be world-class, too world-class. And you're right, I think he clearly knew that himself. And I think the problem is, and Chloe's writing what she says, and sort of the grass isn't always greener. We've seen that now on multiple different times, and that was definitely the case when it came to Coutinho, of course. But he's also seen different stories like Luis Suarez and other people of that ilk. And I think the issue is, and I, with a heavy heart, I have to say this, but when a lad comes from Brazil, like he does, the law of Barcelona is just too much to resist. And unfortunately, whatever we think of Liverpool Football Club, he doesn't share that same belief to yeah. us. To him, to him rather, to us it's everything. To him, it's just a football club and it's just a, a pathway in his career that he's taken at that moment in time. And you're right, he should have seen what Jurgen Klopp was telling him and he should have listened, he should have heeded the advice, he should have seen the project and what Jurgen Klopp was capable of. And he should have gone, you know what, I'm going to stick around here because this could be special. He, he's been blinded by the fact it's Barcelona. Whatever we think of Barcelona at the time, and they were a mess, it's Barcelona football club. And unfortunately, them and Real Madrid, when they come calling, especially for South Americans, there's no stopping it. And I don't think that's the case now. Like, the thing I I don't know about that. Well, I look, don't... At, look at, like, I mean, again, Gundogan. Robert Levin, Robert, yeah, but, Robert, yeah, well, no, no, but these are good. I don't know, they've they've got no money, have they, which is Barcelona's issues, and they can't quite have to put this. They, they, they've got no dough. They're in dire yeah, straits, but yeah, but like Robert Lewandowski still plays for them, and Gundogan mm. still goes to them, and all these. Every year, Bernardo Silva's tempted, by the way. Every <laughs> single year. I think it's slightly different now. I think Liverpool are, are on a different level because you know, if you go into Barcelona, you're not guaranteeing yourself anything. Real Madrid are a better team than them. There's... But at the time, it's just worth remembering. No, at the time they were. More... They've lost Neymar, and they're telling Coutinho, "We're getting you. We're bringing you in yeah. as the replacement." Suarez is there. Messi's there and you're going well mate you're just going to come in and play with the best in, you're going to slot into the best front three in world, in world football and Liverpool again Michael Owen made this mistake in 2004 he, he misses out on winning the European Cup with Liverpool because he sees Real Madrid I'm going to go and play with Ronaldo and I'm going to play with Van Nistelrooy and I'm going to play with Raul and not realising that all of them played in the same position and it wasn't <laughs> going to be possible um, but you know it's like and we talk about funny enough we did a draft show and we talked about Emery Chan there was a couple of players who'd just been at Liverpool their development years came in the fallow a real fallow years for Liverpool so all of a sudden it's like well I've only got so much time in my career Liverpool aren't guaranteed to be going anywhere and that, oh, I'm going to I'm going to jump ship Liverpool's history is littered with those lads yeah. who went oh no I'm not sure for me I'm going to go and, I'm going to go and try this instead and see if this works out for me and I agree I don't think he would have necessarily been we just don't know, do we? You know, would he have usurped Mane or not? But think about what Liverpool did when they brought Jota in. We we didn't replace Coutinho, as in to have a fourth brilliant lad for the front three until Jota. He could have been, even in that environment, we could have scored more goals. You know what I mean? It could have been something, but he was an idiot. Emery, he chose the wrong thing and he's paying for it. Emery Chan's another one where I ju- there was a time in my life where I thought to myself, he could be Germany's captain in the future. Like, he just could. He held himself. I thought he was a boss midfielder. Um, you know, he had some outrageous moments that he ever had against Watford as mm. one of the greatest goals I will ever see. Um, but once again, he, he thought he was bigger than the football club. And his, it wasn't like someone was massively after him. Well, he went to, but he went to Juventus, yeah, who, were the, who were the, the, the one setting out, like, what, 10 every years year. on the Every year, but he, he hardly did but that's anything what they both, for that's, them. That's the funny thing about them, is that we now know the yeah. future we know what Liverpool went on to achieve and maybe we couldn't have achieved that if we kept those lads you, you'll never know yeah. butterfly effect and that but neither of those those both you know the states both of those football clubs are in 
now. It's quite funny to. I just think people enjoy like we we talk about the biggest clubs in world football. It's Barcelona, it's Real Madrid, it's Man United, it's Liverpool for me. And I think you can throw AC or Inter in in those kind of brackets. But I I understand those two stand out, Real Madrid and the what I call tourist clubs in that no matter anywhere in the world where you go, you'll see someone with a Real Madrid or... Barcelona shirt on mainly for Messi mm-hmm. and Ronaldo but also because they're the ones everywhere in the world the the, the stadiums you, you hear about the Camp Nou the Bernabeu growing up everything is based on Real Madrid winning 30 and Champions League titles after them when half of us couldn't even get in the competition and I understand what you're saying but the bigger picture is is it's you're just another person yeah. to that football Absolutely. club where at Liverpool, you could have been everything. Or he could have been crap, like Chris. He could have. Um, right, if it continues. I was like, I said, into the season. You, you called him a firework and didn't go off. I don't see the difference. <laughs> Sam Squibb. <laughs> exactly the same. Best wishes, Phil Coutinho. Good luck with whatever comes next. We'll look forward to seeing don't, you in the Legends no game in a few years' time. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.